welcome to episode 77 of the Daniel Yoris podcast, a solo episode on the purpose of hiring a personal trainer. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode. Just me today. It's been a minute since we've had a little solo episode. It's been a long string of some really amazing guests, but uh, it's time for you and I to have a chat here. So I apologize right off the top because I don't have a bad cheesy joke lined up today, but what I want to talk about today is what the point of hiring a personal trainer is, what the point of being a personal trainer is. And you might think, well, that's kind of a weird topic to talk about. Like, this is my job. And to that, I might say, yes, it is a little bit weird, but have you ever thought at your job, you're doing something, whatever it is that your job is, and you're just like, what the heck am I even doing in this? What am I doing today? Why am I doing this? What's the point of all this? I think about that all the time. And it's not necessarily in a negative way. It's just like, what is the point of this? Why am I doing this? And I think it's valuable to speak about. Now, the reason that this actually came up was there were a couple posts I saw a couple of weeks ago now where one was a trainer, prominent guy online, great guy. um, And he was just kind of interviewing random people in a park. And he asked a woman what she thought of personal trainers. And this woman said, she thinks they're kind of a waste of time because you don't really need them and it's expensive and that you could just do simple things like doing simple exercises, eating healthy and go to walk, go around and walk outside instead of hiring a personal trainer. And I saw that and I was like, oh, wow, that's like pretty interesting. And I don't necessarily disagree. And I shared that. And then I immediately followed it up with another post. Um, there was a post by Jonathan Goodman, who's been on the podcast several, several months back now. And Jonathan Goodman was talking about how he had hired a coach to help with his home garden. And and the post was just about the overall value of hiring coaches to teach us how to do things that we don't know how to do and how that can speed the process up. And then I kind of posted these two contrasting things to say like, hey, there's some value in this, what this woman off the street is saying. And then there's also value in hiring coaches. And it was kind of like early-ish in the morning and I wouldn't really think a whole lot about it. And I got a whole bunch of messages that day with people saying all positive things of telling me how the trainer in their life had made or their trainer that they've hired had made such a difference in their life and that trainers should be highly valued and I should think highly of my job and and all this stuff. And I kind of it, it struck me that, OK, this this like means a little bit more to some people and maybe this is worth a little bit more thought. Um, and so here we are now. I do agree with both of these posts. I do agree with the woman saying that, you know, you don't need a personal trainer in the sense that, yeah, you could do simple things. And she's totally right. Like, yeah, do some simple exercises, eat healthy and walk around outside. Like that is 99% of what I say anyways. And she's not wrong. Do you need to hire a personal trainer to tell you those things? No. And that's not what necessarily a trainer's for, although that is a lot of what our job has become. I think another thing, just to say the other side, without a doubt, you know, hiring a coach or a teacher of any kind to learn something that you don't currently know how to do is going to help you learn that thing faster than figuring it out on your own and saving a lot of headache along the way. So how much faster, how much headache you're going to save compared to the financial investment is really the thing to consider here, right? If it's something that you could figure it on your own in five minutes and by hiring a coach, You'll figure it out in four minutes, but it's going to cost you $1,000. That's like a poor timeline example, but you get the point. Then then it's probably not worth it, right? But if it's going to save you you know, 400% of the time, yeah, then that sense, it might be worth it. So anyways, we'll come back to the kind of the finance stuff in a, in a bit. But I think just to kind of lay it off the top that you know we all agree and we're all on the same page that having someone teach you is typically better 
than figuring stuff out on your own. And that's why we have school and parents and all these, you know, mentors and coaches and stuff to teach us things because it works. What do you know? Now, I've said this previously many times and perhaps even on the podcast that I think the fact that I even have a job as a personal trainer is a little bit weird. And I kind of want to amend that and expand upon that thought here today. Now, it feels like to me that myself and what many other trainers spend most of our time doing is undoing lifestyle behaviors and habits that have become natural part of our society. There are so many options for unhealthy food. And we as trainers spend so much time trying to educate or help people not make unhealthy choices. And you know that I've ranted about this before, but like it's gone so far now that we're at the point where we say things like eating junk is okay, just not too much. And that's a whole other discussion. But, you know, years and years ago, like there would have, yes, there was famine and all this stuff, but there was also like no options for unhealthy food. So the option of making a healthy food choice, like it, it didn't exist because you just had one food and you ate it and there was never this abundance of food. And so now we're in this weird place in society where we have this abundance of food. Of course, there's still hunger in the world. I get it. But if you're listening to this, chances are that's not you. We're in this weird place where we have way too much food and, and access to food and, and almost poor access to quote unquote healthy food. The other side of that is the movement side. We sit way too much. We don't move enough. And so we, as trainers, again, are begging people to get up and off the couch and out of your desk chair and go for a walk or do some squats and push-ups, like just do anything. Like for a lot of people, that would make a world of a difference in their life. And, and we're just spending so much time and energy doing that. And so it feels to me that the state of the job of a trainer now is mostly aimed at undoing all of the stuff that modern society brings. And this is nobody's fault. This is not your fault. It's not your grandparents' fault. It's not your teacher's fault. It's not the government's fault. This is just like collectively as humanity, this is the world that we've created. And it feels like we just spend so much time trying to help people get back to what was once considered normal, where people weren't overweight, weren't in pain. They were easily able to do physical activities and enjoy their life more or less pain-free. In a perfect world, this is like the baseline, but in today's world, it's, it's often the goal line for most people. And again, just to reiterate, this is not anybody's fault. It's not, it's not your fault. It's not anyone's fault. This is just the state of the world. So to that extent, I think to amend my original statement that it's weird that I even have a job, it's, it's prob- more, a, probably a more correct statement is to say that I think the utilization of trainers is in a sad state due to the fact of the state of the world. So the video and the or the lady in this video, she was right. Like, if you just do simple exercises, eat healthy, and walk outside a little bit more, you'd be pretty good. You'd be better off than most people, and it's not a competition against other people, but you'd be way better off. And for that, for those three simple things that I just rattled off, you don't need an education or mentorship or to pay hundreds or thousands of dollars to hire somebody to help you figure that out. You just need to you just need to do it, but getting to do that is the difficult part. Uh, uh, maybe a good analogy and something that I've said multiple times is like, yes, the the key to weight loss is consuming less calories than you burn, or yeah, consuming less calories than you burn. And while that's very simple, it's very hard to actually do that in real life. So 
yeah, we all know what to do to lose weight, but actually creating the conditions to allow that to happen, that's the difficult part. And it's the same thing here with what we're saying with coaching. In a perfect world, you know, the default state of humans is is healthy. And if you're unfortunately unhealthy, you'd need to go see a doctor because the reason you're unhealthy is due to some like virus or disease or something, you know, extreme like that, not something that's related to altering your lifestyle. It's extremely unfortunate in today's world that lifestyle related disease even exists and is so prevalent because it's probably in and around the thing that kills us the most, certainly in the West and like the more developed world. We're not typically dying of famine and, and disease and things like this, which, you know, obviously don't want anyone to die, but like people die, such as the circle of life. But that should be the thing that's killing us, not like, oh, obesity is causing all this heart disease and diabetes and blah, 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 blah. Like th- these things are controllable and never used to exist and now they exist. And, and it's sad, but such is the state of the world. Now, the other side, or another side of this, I've already said the other side probably more than <laughs> more than twice. If that were the case, where everyone was healthy, what would be the point of a trainer? You wouldn't have a job. You might ask that of me. To which my response of that or to that would be that at that point, my job would be even better. People would come to a personal trainer at that, t- at that point to find ways to get really strong, build an impressive physique, or dramatically improve athletic performance if they're some type of athlete. Of course, people want those things now, but there are years and years of work that has to go in to get up to a point where those things can even start to matter. In marketing, a lot, and I'm sure I've said this too, and probably will continue to say it more as I get better at that, is like stuff about building a physique like a Greek god and you know, the physique of your dreams. And it's like, okay, we've got to put in like a lot of work to get to that point. But like, it's, it's possible, but the default should be like, we can start working on that. And that's how it would be if the default state of the world was, was health. I'd say that as a trainer on a daily basis, I use maybe one tenth of the things that I know, the things that I learned in school and and all of the background science knowledge and things that I've learned in in courses and through mentors and all this stuff. It's it's very little amount. I would love to be talking to clients all day about the intricacies of a squat and the biomechanics and the nitty gritty details of nutrition to take performance and strength above and beyond. But the fact is like, it's just not relevant most of the time. It doesn't come up and it just never really gets there. If I told you that lining up your humerus at 120 degrees of flexion on a pull down will provide optimal recruitment of the iliac division of the lats, or that the vastus medialis is involved in the last 30 degrees of knee joint range of motion, or that creatine phosphate stores are used in the first six to 10 seconds of an explosive movement. Like you look at me like, what the fuck are you saying? You're speaking a different language because I basically am. And you know, like those things matter and I need to know them, but what actually gets used of that? What I would say to a client that comes from all that knowledge is something like, it would be ideal if you could somehow, by the grace of God, find three days a week to exercise for 30 minutes and stop at two pieces of pizza instead of four. And that's not even like a communication thing. Like that's just way simpler advice. And like, yes, you know, you need to speak the language of people because all that mumbo jumbo that I said before, like means nothing because how would it mean something to you? I would love to get to a point where we could talk about that. It doesn't mean anything. The angle of whatever you're pulling at. Yes, it means something if you are a high level bodybuilder, but like you're not, if you're listening to this. And, you know, we got to, we got to talk about how strategies to eat less pizza. Like that's, that's a real thing that we need to deal with. And that isn't something that I 
studied or that I work towards or has anything to do with physiology. Like it's more psychology than anything. And it's just, it's just how it just the state of life. That's this is the way it is. Maybe I'm being a bit extreme with those examples. Like those are two like very out there examples. It's not <laughs> the only thing that we talk about, but you know, hopefully, hopefully got a chuckle out of you on that one. I, I made up for my lack of a bad joke at the beginning of this episode, but <laughs> anyways, just, just to kind of paint the picture and I hope that you understand where I'm coming from with that. So the utilization of trainers is backwards and it's mostly because the world and our collective lifestyles are like kind of fucked up and that's nobody's fault once again. Now that I've probably spent a little too much time just kind of shitting on the state of the world and the health of our society and the utilization of trainers, which again is my own profession. I'm not shitting on somebody else. This is what I do. Let's talk for a second about why you should actually hire a trainer. So the absolute overwhelming number one benefit to hire a trainer, and this is not revolutionary, shouldn't be a surprise, is accountability. The overwhelming most important thing in all of fitness, the thing that's going to drive most of your fitness success is consistency. You have heard me say this a million times and I will say it a billion more. If you look around in a gym, you'll see plenty of people who look like they're in great shape or maybe like lifting an impressive amount of weight or something. But if you actually watch them work out, it's horrendous. From their actual form to like the structure of their workout and everything that they do is just none of it is right. And I see this all the time and certainly I have like a better eye for it because obviously I do this, but like it's not it's not that hard to tell. Yet these people still look great. You ask yourself why. Well, they've been at it for five or ten or more years consistently. They somehow managed to avoid injuries and like major setbacks due to like life scenarios and whatever. So maybe a little bit of luck, but they've been consistently putting in an effort over a long period of time. Now they would almost certainly have a way more impressive physique and be able to lift way more weight if they did things the right way, but still they achieved their goal due to the sheer power of will and consistency. If you hire a trainer, whether in-person or online, and I'll kind of differentiate the in-person and online stuff as we go through here, but accountability applies to both in-person and online training. You've got someone outside of yourself and likely, and this is key, likely outside of your immediate friends and family to be accountable to. The trainer is expecting you to be in the gym and adhere to the agreed upon nutrition, lifestyle changes, do your workouts, work hard, check in, all that stuff. This naturally just makes you way more likely to actually see it through. And like we just said, consistency is the number one thing. So if there is someone who is holding you accountable, then you'll actually do it. And if you actually do it, you're going to get the results because that's all it takes. It's just consistency. There are, there are ways to do it better, to do it faster, to do it less hard than it needs to be. It's always hard, but like less hard with less injury, all that kind of stuff. But if you just do it, you're going to get the results. And, that's, and that is far and away the biggest thing. The financial aspect also plays in here. If you've got you know, some skin in the game as far as money, you don't want to feel like you've wasted money. And for this reason, maybe this is a little caveat here, cheap training is not good for this reason because it's not enough money to be a motivator to you. If you're paying like like 20 bucks a session or you know whatever, some, some amount of money that is kind of cheap for you, it's very easy to just blow off that session. But if you're trying, if you're paying an amount of money that 
isn't putting you under financial strain. That shouldn't be the goal of it either, but like an amount of money that it hurts. If you pay a hundred bucks for a session and if you don't show up, the trainer charges you and you lose that hundred bucks, like, and you care about that hundred dollars, that's tangible to you. You're more likely to not just blow it off. Of course, things come up scheduling wise, but like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the text where it's like 30 minutes before your workout and you just don't feel like going. When you have that trainer that's counting on you to be there, you're going to go. Or if you've hired someone online and they wrote your program and you had all these check-ins and all these goals and like, you know that it's Thursday and you haven't done a workout yet and coach is checking your workout log and hasn't seen anything yet, but you've paid, you know, 500 bucks for that month. 500 bucks is not an intangible amount of money to you. You're going to get your butt up and go to the gym and get it done because, you know, you've got some skin in the game, something else to hold you accountable. Now, back to our example of our friend in the gym who does everything wrong but have a great physique. You could try that. And like I said, if you're lucky enough to avoid injury or major setbacks and able to stay consistent for 10 years, you'll probably get to that point too. You'll probably have a great looking body so long as you don't overdo it in the diet, blah, blah. But like, wouldn't it be great if you could just get there in three years instead of 10? Wouldn't it be great if you could reduce the chance of injury by as much as possible? Every time if you had a question, should I do X or Y? Should I like do this exercise or that exercise? Should I put my hand this way or that way? Should I do this or that? Wouldn't it be great to just ask your coach and get the right answer? Taking out the guesswork is another massive benefit of having a coach. You can't, you could learn everything by yourself. I wasn't just like born with this knowledge of fitness and lifting weights and how to do stuff. Like I too had to learn everything the same way you had to like learn everything about your job. And I don't know anything about what it is that you do. And if I needed to hire someone who did your job, then I would, I would like, I would hire you because I don't know how to do that, but I need that service done. But the reality is like, you're not going to go go out and research like all the things I, I encourage you to like, you know, try and learn a little bit, but you know, you can't, you're, you're just unreasonably not, you're reasonably not going to learn all of the things that matter. And so again, this is just like kind of benefit of any coach for anything, but, but especially with fitness. And the reason is that because since we all have a body there are so many people who feel like they know. And there is an overwhelming amount of information that exists. And it's nearly impossible to sift through if you don't have some hardcore background knowledge that doesn't really exist with too many other industries. For example, if you're a lawyer, most people don't claim to know everything about the law because they've not read the laws or the constitutions or the, I, I don't, I know so little that I can't even think of an example as what you would have read to understand the law. Same about accounting, same about maybe mechanics, same about, you know, whatever it is, but everybody has a body. Everybody has maybe like played a sport or done an activity or like gone to the gym. And so there are so many people who, who think that they know a lot of things the bar for becoming a fitness person, becoming a coach, a trainer is very, very low. And this is good for some things, not good for a lot of things. But what it results in is this like sea of information. Some of it's good, some of it's bad, some of it is ignorant, some of it is a far too high level. And somewhere there, it's kind of like just what you need, but it's very hard to sift through all that and decipher that. Now, a good coach, a good coach has already done all this work for you. They can tell you 
what's best for you with some back and forth, back and forth. And most importantly, they can answer any questions you have about it. The questions that are like, well, what about X? I've heard this. Why not that? And if the coach like can't answer the questions, why they're asking you to do, you know, go left instead of right. Well, then they're not a good coach, right? The coach should be able to answer any and all questions and be able to explain why it is that you're doing something the way that you are. And the answer shouldn't be, you know, <laughs> because I said so. Like that's not that's not the answer. Your coach is not your your boss or your, your dictator. Like they should just be able to explain it. Now, a good coach, of course, can explain this, and that understanding helps you to understand the whole process. So you don't feel like, oh, I'm just doing this because coach said so. And and part of this can even be placebo effect where because you believe in what your coach is saying and what your coach is saying is true, you will believe in yourself so much more. You will buy into the process so much more with that little bit of education that you'll actually stick to it more. And it get, brings us back to that accountability and consistency piece where you'll actually get stuff done. A good example of this is I saw like, a, a it wasn't really a meme because it wasn't funny. Are memes allowed to not be funny? Like if it's just a picture with stuff like that's kind of like informational. Is it still a meme or is it just a photo? Like someone, <laughs> someone let me know. But I saw a meme and it was like a bunch of dots and the dots were labeled knowledge. And then on the other side of the, fo- the photo was all those same dots with like lines connecting them. And that is wisdom. And, and this is where a good coach comes in. It's easy to know a bunch of the things. Oh, you should eat less calories than you burn. Oh, you should do this kind of workout. Oh, you should do squats. You should do pushups. You should progressive overload. You should blah, 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 blah. But how do we connect it all together and like how do we make it something that actually works and fits in your life? That's wisdom and that's what a good coach does. The basics, I'll reiterate this again. The, the basics and consistency work so well, so well, that in reality, you don't even need to be a good coach to be a good coach. Like I said, the barrier to entry for, the, for this profession is essentially non-existent. There are plenty of people who are successful trainers, and by successful, I mean business-wise successful at the moment, and they don't really know that much, or even worse, they, they don't even know what they don't know. And I'm not trying to like shit on them, because these people, like they just, it's not their fault. They, they think that they're, they're trying to help people. No one's really coming in here to scam people and make money. It's not, it's not that easy to make so much money at this job that it would be that kind of thing. Like They're trying to do good, but they just don't know what they don't know. But these people, if they're able to motivate you enough somehow to get on the program and work hard and consistently like buy into their thing and like do their shitty program and their shitty approach, if you if you believe in it enough and stick to it for long enough, you'll still get the results and and that'll still be good. And, you know, yeah, it's going to take you longer than it should. There'll be more bumps in the road and blah, blah, blah. The same as like our friend in the gym who doesn't know what they're doing, but just, you know, goes hard every single day for 10 years. The same as with a bad coach. So it still works, which is which is a crazy thing to to consider. Now, I think one of the ways, and maybe this deserves a, a conversation with someone else in a, in a future episode, is how to find a good coach. But the biggest thing is what I said before is ask questions. Just demand better. Ask your coach why, 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 like a little three-year-old. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? If they can't answer those questions, then they're not a good coach. And, and that is probably the easiest way to decipher that because you can't tell again you don't have the background knowledge and nor should you as to like the correct way to do things that's why you're hiring the coach but if that coach can't describe to you 
in a way that makes sense to you why you're doing something the way that you're doing it, that's a pretty good sign that they're not a good coach. But anyways, the bar is very low. I think we collectively should demand better, but uh, let's move on because <laughs> I'll go down a completely different tangent if, if we keep going there. A third big benefit of having a trainer, and, and these these next two things that I'll talk about are, are probably more applicable to in-person training, but to a degree still with online training. This one's not really talked about, but it's building a connection with your trainer and being able to use them as an outlet. So, you know, personal training is very personal. Before anybody gets mad and I go on, I absolutely do not mean that trainers are therapists or in some way qualified to replace mental health professionals. If you have something that requires mental health professional, please seek adequate help, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going way more surface level than that. It's just like someone to shoot the shit with, vent about your day, tell stories from the weekend, tell funny stories from the past, from high school, great vacations, events, just like kind of be a buddy with no judgment, right? Chances are your trainer is someone outside of like your immediate circle. And so we, we almost feel like more comfortable with that because they're not going to go and tell the stories to your to your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your brother, your sister, your, your friends, like all that stuff. It, it's outside of your circle. So you feel comfortable to just kind of bounce ideas and thoughts off them. And even if they're business ideas, like I can't tell you how many stupid ass business ideas or like life contemplations, things, people are making life decisions that I've heard from clients. And it's only because they felt comfortable enough with me and, and I'm detached enough from the rest of their life that they feel comfortable to even bring up that discussion and just air it out. And I don't say that they're stupid business ideas or whatever, because I think they're stupid I say them because when the when these per- people like say it to me, then they figure out themselves like, oh, that was like really dumb. That's like not a good idea at all. And they kind of arrive at this conclusion on their own, but it's based on just saying it out loud. However, they didn't have anyone else in their life to like say it out loud. So there's this there's this very personal relationship that comes from personal training. And I've certainly said this on the podcast before where there's not that many people in our life who we spend a significant amount of time with one-on-one even our significant others, like you might, you know, you spend a lot of time together one-on-one, but you're going somewhere, you know, the kids, this, that, the other thing, and there's always like something going on. And there's very few times where you're just, you know, Hey, we get, we get an hour together just to talk and about, about stuff. But with your trainer, like, you know, one or two or three or four or five, however many hours a week you're with that person, it's just that one-on-one and you guys just talk about stuff and you don't have like intertangled life that you got to like, Oh, mom did this today. Brother did this today. Susie did that today. You know, whatever. You, you just talk about whatever's on your mind, and you know, some very personal things come up. Um, and and that's a good thing too. But having these people in your life is is always a good thing, right? And this is part of what makes personal training personal. It has nothing to do with you know barbells and squats and biceps. It's just about being a good person, and that is that is half the battle as far as the job goes. And. This this certainly again, it's more in person. Online, it it still happens, but to a lesser degree, just because the amount of time that you're spending with that person is obviously a lot less. But it still happens because there are some you know personal details that do matter when it comes to your fitness and the motivations and stuff that you have for your fitness, and certainly something that I try to do with each and every client, online clients is you know digging into like why why do you want that okay you want to lose weight yeah i understand that but like why 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 and we get to like the root cause and it's like oh because i want to 
fit into that dress because, you know, Jimmy is coming to the wedding and, and, you know, whatever, whatever it is like, okay, that's a pretty surface level thing. I couldn't think of a good one off the top of my head, but there's like some deeper thing that, that is bringing you to lose weight. It's not about losing 10 pounds. Like, yes, it's losing 10 pounds, but like, why do we want to do that? we got to get that. And so bringing that out of people, one, it's a powerful motivator for them, but two, it builds this like very personal relationship. So it applies to in-person and online, but a little bit more, a little bit more to in-person. And I think the last kind of thing that I'll kind of mention here, and this applies again, certainly more to in-person is this networking effect. If you have a trainer and you work out at a personal training gym, like there are more than likely other clients there who are like-minded to you, whether they train train with another trainer or other clients of the trainer that you hire. And this could be, you know, because they're hiring a trainer, they obviously have that thing in common that they care about their health, care about their fitness. And so that's one thing. So there's plenty of, you know, business deals and personal stuff. You need something catered. You need, you know, a real estate agent. You need a lawyer. You need a landscaper, you know, whatever it is, there's there's lots of these things that happens, right? As a, as a trainer, we speak and see and quote unquote, have access to a lot of different people. So there's a lot of like little connections, um, that come about and, you know, it, it could, it could be, it could be so many things again, less online because like the area is different, right? If I have an online client who runs like, um, an auto body shop in, uh, in New Jersey, you know, and I have a client in Toronto who dinged their car. Like, obviously, I can't send them there, but I mean, <laughs> so so it doesn't work exactly as well. But there is this like networking effect and just access to people who know things. And you know, I just I felt like that is worth mentioning because it's not something that's thought about, but it's like a it's a very it's a very um, appreciated benefit of of being in a gym. But it's not like the most important reason to <laughs> to hire a trainer. Just just a little added bonus, I think. And now I think I want to mention probably the thing on most people's mind, and this is where most of our minds go to with any type of service or whatever, and maybe the the proverbial elephant in the room, and that's that hiring a trainer is expensive. Now, in my opinion, everything is expensive. Expensive is relative. Maybe for, for you, 100 bucks is a lot of money, and maybe it's not a lot of money. So... The amount of money definitely matters. In-person training, of course, will vary based on your location quite quite widely. Like where I live, Toronto GTA, you probably won't pay less than $100 per session and probably not more than $150 per session if you're at like some fancy gym kind of thing. Online will vary a little bit more just because different people offer different services, but like, you know, 200 bucks to $1,000 a month depending on like what that person offers and what you need and and all that kind of stuff. But like online will be a more consistent price just because you, everyone is, is in the same boat. It's not really dependent on your, on your area. Either way, it's not cheap financially. And, and I'm well aware of that, but again, if it's cheap, it's probably not good. (laughs) It's just the same as the same as anything else. Another question I think you have to ask yourself is like, how much is this going to impact your life? Let's also mention the opposite side of this is that being healthy isn't free. I live in Canada and we have quote unquote free healthcare. We all know that it's not exactly free and it's way cheaper for all of your time. I believe the financial term or the accounting term is total cost accounting or like all in something 
if you account for all of the things, that's not just the amount of money you paid, but it's also like the time you spend, the the, the grief that you have, the amount that you worry, and all like and all this stuff. That that is not an insignificant amount of money. So it's very expensive to be sick, and it's very more expensive in countries that don't have universal healthcare systems. So it's very expensive to be sick. And so maybe you're not paying anything financially right now doesn't mean that you're not paying. Everything that we do has a cost, whether it be financial or time or otherwise, there's a cost to every single decision that we make. And so if we think about this in a little bit more holistic way, then you can make a better decision as to whatever that monthly investment is financially is worth it to you. Maybe all in, let's say it costs 500 bucks a month, whether in person, online, like whatever, and your gym membership, your trainer, some equipment, supplements, like everything, let's say it costs you 500 bucks a month. The question to ask is this, whether saving that time, actually getting the results that you want in a reasonable timeline, not getting injured, is it worth that money? Most of the time, the answer is going to be yes, especially if the alternative is not being in shape, not being happy with your body and not being healthy. It's, it's just difficult to think of those things. And I'm aware of that. But maybe the money is worth is way less than the total cost of not hiring a coach, and that's something serious to to consider. The, way back, like last summer, at this point, I did an episode with my cousin Peter Zemis, and and we had talked about money and and in that episode a lot and building wealth and these kind of things. And this and this thought has come up several times in the past week, but it's a quote that that says I believe it was Naval Ravikant who said I don't know if he said it, but I heard it from him. Whatever. Uh, money doesn't solve all the problems of the world, but it does solve all of your money problems, which is exactly true here. And and the way and the reason that I bring this up to tie this all in is that financial health is also important, the same as our physical health is. And so if we can all get that up by spending a few hundred dollars a month for your physical help, for your physical health, so that you can free up time to to work more or be more productive at work or something like that, then you get your money up too, and then we all win, right? You free up money to to spend more on your physical health, which in turn helps you make more money and do all the other things that you want. And then you can spend that extra time that you've built because of that additional wealth to, to do other things that make you happy. So that's kind of my take on it. But I mean, like, don't come to me for financial or business advice because what do I know? And and that's why I I have I've hired coaches of my own for those things. So because I am not the guy to come to for that advice, but I do understand that it's important. And and money unfortunately is kind of makes the world go round, so to speak. It's the way that we trade energy and and trade value for things. And it matters. I'm not insensitive to the fact that coaching is expensive. I totally get it. Everything is expensive, but you got to really sit and think about whether it's worth more than not having a coach and and staying in the state that you're in. So we're like 30, 30 minutes in here. I, I think I kind of covered pretty much everything that I wanted to cover. And like just to recap, I do I do agree with like the girl from the initial video saying that like, hey, a personal trainer is not needed because you could just do these simple things. And I think, yeah, she's 100% right except we don't do those simple things. And the world is not organized in, in a fashion that makes it easy to do those simple things. And so we need people like trainers to help us undo all of the shit that the world does and then 
try to build on top of that. And if we can do that, and if slowly, one by one, through this podcast, through social media, through in-person training sessions, whatever it is, we can start to bring this norm back so that the state of the, the default state of the world is health, then fucking sign me up because that's exactly what I'm trying to do. That is that is exactly the 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 life mission, if you will. Whether we'll get there, it impact the entire world. I don't know, but we can only control. We can control. We can only you know control our own self, and so we we impact ourselves and we walk the walk as much as we talk the talk and do what we can and hope others follow along and good things. And if all of that is good, then then being a personal trainer gets even better because we can work on like lifting some fucking serious weight and like doing some impressively cool things, which is awesome rather than, rather than only worrying about the basics and not to discount the basics because they matter. And like going over the simple things about making good food choices and getting off the couch and these things matter so much. It's just like, it feels it's the, it's the very beginning, the 1%, the first 1% of the knowledge that, that we need to do our jobs. And so by hiring someone to help you with all that, you have better strategies to get through all those things. We can speed up everything faster. And like I said, the accountability piece being the number one absolute thing where you'll actually do it because that is the thing that matters the most more than anything else, more than anything else. And I am so adamant about this is that consistency is the number one thing that is going to get you where you need to go coach will just get you there faster and answer all of the questions you have if they're a good coach. I think that's all. I think that's all. I hope that this has been helpful. I hope that you would sign up for coaching with me. I tried to not make this sound like I'm trying to pitch my own services, which I totally wasn't, but like we're kind of always marketing forever. And this is like a conversation I have with my brother often about like, social media he's like oh, he's like a super social media hater and just like not on it at all and he's like yeah because everything you say on social media not me but like anyone says ever on social media it's all marketing and like to an extent he's like not wrong but um yeah online coaching certainly still a go if you live in uh vaughn gta in-person coaching at the moment i've got a few spots but like send me a message because i uh, think things are always changing Online coaching, still get, definitely got lots of spots. The link is in the show notes, danyours.com slash coaching, or just visit the website and you'll see it there. Um, hopefully, if we do work together, we get through the easy stuff quickly because that's when the real fun happens. But we can't get to the fun stuff until until we do the basic stuff. And so the basic stuff is the hardest. It's the most boring. It's the slowest but you think you want to have a six pack, you think you want to squat four plates. We got to, we got to really, really nail the basics. And so I know that that's like not the sexiest way and like probably the worst possible way to like market this because it would be, and I only say that based on like nobody markets themselves this way. It's always like, oh, this is so easy. My six step simple process to get you a six pack in six weeks. And like, look at that alliteration. I said six so many times. But, you know, make it make the process sound so easy and fun. And it's like, yeah, we're going to have fun. We're going to get to know each other. We're going to get get after some some weights and like improve ourselves a lot and all this stuff. But like, fuck, it's going to be hard. Like, I I don't want to sugarcoat this for you. It's not going to be easy and it's not going to be short. But I promise you, I promise you that it will be worth it. So if that works for you, if that sounds like something you're interested in to get in the best shape of your life, 
There you see, I just I just said it. Naturally, you're off the top of my head. If that works for you and you want to get in better shape and improve your health and get strong and feel good about your body, then let's get to work. Let's coach, let's work together, let's train together in person, online, whatever it is, through my website. You hit me up and uh, and we'll make it work. Oh, one last thing for the podcast, uh, you know, please rate, review, share the podcast, blah, blah, all that stuff like goes a super long way. I, I appreciate each and every one of you and, and, and please, please consider doing so if you haven't already. Um, the next episode of the podcast will be a summer Q and a episode. If you listen to this, like in the, if in the next, like two to three days of this episode coming out, then I'll still have time. I haven't recorded that one yet. So shoot me messages. And if you listen to this at some point after that, still send me a message. I'll just work that. I'll just get that question in like for whenever the next Q and a episode is probably going to be sometime after the summer. So send me questions that you want answered on the podcast, fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, anything health related. Um, try not to make it like too personal because it's hard to be like broad about that stuff. But I mean, if you have questions, like always send it to me and I'll get to it. And, um, and that's that. Follow me on Instagram. If you're not already at Daniel Yoris, Twitter, TikTok, whatever, all the places, um, writing and review on the podcast. Love you guys. Go be good persons. Go be good. Go be good persons. Okay. It's definitely time to end the podcast. <laughs> go be a good person. Eat some good food. Walk outside. Take your shoes off and uh, hire me to be your personal trainer and your coach. <laughs> See you later.